0: Good morning. Welcome in. This is Coach Manny. This is the Be More Podcast. Got my coffee with me. Um, This is the podcast where we help you be more. Everyone wants to be more, right? So today we're going to talk about our three tiers of nutrition that we have here at CrossFit Loveland and sort of what we believe is best to get there. Um, before we begin our biggest piece of advice whenever it comes to nutrition is to prioritize whole foods. That's just always where we go to. Um, we don't really, I mean, so with that being said, you know, paleo is probably one of the most, um, right in line with what we recommend people doing. Um, uh, cause that's obviously meats, veggies, fish, poultry, um, some starches, some, uh, some starchy food, um, fruit, um, and we just say, stay away from processed sugar and refined sugar. Um, that's kind of the best place to start, honestly. Then from there, you could start to dive into it, um, you know, and kind of get more specific. Maybe there's certain food groups that doesn't really sit well with you. Um, maybe there's some that just taste gross. Um, I'm not a fan of really dry chicken breast. So whenever I do chicken, it's usually dark meat or it needs to be some really, really good and juicy um, white meat chicken. So um, that's always where we say to start. So if you are new to nutrition... I just always suggest don't go off the deep end and try to think you got to do all these fancy things and follow this strict diet. I mean, just start with whole foods and just even if you can't do all whole foods, just implement them little by little. You know, Um, always I tell people my go to is, you know, breakfast. I think a lot of people have issues getting greens in their breakfast. Um, Easiest fix for me is to throw the greens either in your eggs if you scramble them um, or my go to breakfast is a big layer of, uh, of super greens from sprouts. Um, then I do one potato diced and air fried, and then I'll usually do two to three, uh, over easy eggs. And I just put that in a bowl, break the egg yolk. It gets juicy, yummy. Um, great way to get greens in. So, um, always our advice is start with just whole foods and start to slowly implement them into your diet, into your eating, find what works, how you like it cooked. Um, I think that goes beyond anything else than doing, you know, intermittent fasting or even paleo or um, keto or whatever else people are doing nowadays. So that's going to be the first thing. Um, let's dive into it then. So tier number one for us is going to be learning to balance the plate. So th- there's a couple ways that we can go about doing this. Um, you know, when we talk about looking at your plate, let's just think of a circle, right? So you have a circle here. There's two ways you can go about balancing your plate. Um, The first way um, is is gonna fit right in line with really sticking with whole foods. It's gonna be the thirds method, okay? So one third of your plate is gonna be any sort of protein. Um, So it could be steak, chicken, pork, fish, um, whatever. Whatever kind of protein. And then the other two-thirds are going to be non-starchy veggies. So these are just going to be your veggies that you get in the veggie section at the store. You know, carrots, celery, lettuce, zucchini, cucumbers, tomatoes, um, whatever, right? Um... That's what you want on those two thirds, and that's literally the easiest way to do it um if you also wanted to think about a bowl, if you were to have a bowl and look at the bowl you know from the front view, not the top view, if two thirds of that bowl is filled with veggies and then you just throw your protein on top, great way for you to um also sort of balance that so you know if you're a big fan of of bowls if you like you know um salads, but you don't want you know just nothing but greens throw some protein on top of it with some seasoning some some sauce it's phenomenal perfect perfect way to do that um the other method is going to be the quarter plate so this one's going to be if you're really prioritizing whole foods if uh like you know starchy things like potatoes and rice don't really sit well with you um you can then do the quarter, or, or you could do the thirds method. Uh, but if you love rice, I'm a huge fan of rice. We have an Instant Pot, so rice is like a, a daily treat for us. Um, we can go with the quarter method. So the way the, the quarter method is you'll do a quarter of your plate is going to be protein. The other quarter is going to be a starchy vegetable. And then the Other half of the plate is going to be non-starchy veggies, right? So it's very similar. Um, We're essentially just cutting the portions from the veggies down, and then we're cutting the portions from the protein down. So two ways you can kind of approach that. You either got the thirds where it's a third protein, two-thirds non-starchy veggies, or you could do a quarter of protein, a quarter of a starchy vegetable, and then half non-starchy vegetables. Um, I'm not going to dive into what is what. You guys can easily Google that. And find you know what is what, so if you make that list and if you start planning meals, um, you know that 's kind of what you can account for, so um, always kind of a great way uh, actually. Later learned this from a nutrition program, but you know Chipotle. If you go and you get, um, I think they call it a salad bowl. They do a bed of lettuce, then you could get some rice, then you could get your protein. Um, Great way at Chipotle to um, get in a lot of veggies, but then also you know still kind of work on that balance. And Chipotle's pretty good, pretty good. So that's going to be the first way, guys. Just learn to balance your plate. Um, This helps you prioritize um, not only your 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 lean protein, but then also your veggies as well. Um, and then you can just play with it, right? You don't have to fill the whole plate, but if you just get those portions correct, even when you go out to eat at a restaurant, you can then use those portions to then still stick within the guidelines that you're trying to use for yourself. And it promotes just better habits. You know, um, Let's just say even, you know, um, holidays just happened a little bit ago, but we still got a lot of uh, holidays coming up or gatherings or whatever you could use this method, even at a party and you're not looking weird, you know, uh, weighing your food or, um, inputting your macros or anything like that. So super basic way. I feel if all of America did this, um, obesity rates would be at like 1%, honestly. Um, it's super simple. We're all about simple here. So that's going to be a first tier. Um, the second tier, we're gonna dive a little bit deeper into the numbers. Um, once you kind of get that first tier settled, and I, I call these tiers because I don't feel you should just jump to one. Um, I feel that there's habits that could be created from each one, and then that progress into the next one. So, um, the next one's gonna be calories. All right, so it's counting calories, and you know I know we can get so obsessed with calories, but uh, you know basic, basic human math, it's calories in, calories out. You know, um, it's obvious if you eat less calories than you burn, and there is a certain percentage, um, but if you eat less calories than you burn, you'll drop weight. So the thing is with calories is those are a little bit harder to get a baseline and a benchmark for, but it's an it's a great way once you find that benchmark, then it allows you a little bit more um understanding of how much you're actually eating so for example you know Kinsey is a very very great intuitive eater um, so one day we just for for the heck of it we we looked at her calories um, pretty much right where she needed to be um, we looked at calories where I was at <laughs> I was either way under or way over you know um, and you can get obsessed with calories I totally get it like numbers can kind of be hard sometimes, but at least this gets you a good gauge of where you're at. You know, if you're like, I feel like I eat way too much, and then we look at your calories and you're a thousand fifteen hundred over what your maintaining calories uh intake should be, then at that point, you know, we gotta look at and see what it is that we're eating and, and why we're not eating enough. Um, you know, and then based off the Based off the fact that you prioritized quality of food with that first tier, you can then adjust your calories based off that quality and maybe you could start adding in a little bit more calories here or there um, sort of based off your needs. So calories are a great sort of second tier to work with um, because it's more general, right? We're going to dive into the third tier, which is macros. But You know, compared to macros, where you have to be specific with each one, calories is just a whole, right? If you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you get a total calorie count Um, consistently. If you hit that number, that's how we'll reach our goals, whether that's through strength, losing weight, feeling healthy, anything like that. So, I'm not going to spend too much time on that. That's pretty. It's pretty basic as far as you know um, counting. So. As always, start with eating whole foods first and then you could start looking at your calories and and adjust it based off of your even your fitness, you know, when you come in and do CrossFit There might be a little bit more calories that's necessary um, the night before or day of um, just to get you through the workouts. And maybe when you're doing active recovery or if you're running or or walking, whatever it is, maybe you can go a little bit less. So a great way to start playing with numbers without being totally obsessed with it. And then you'll start to see the whole foods are going to be a lot higher quality of calories versus, you know, your Big Macs or your Twinkies or your cookies or whatever, you know? So, um, use the calories to kind of see how much you need versus how much you're burning throughout a certain day. Um, and then based off your goals, you know, if you're trying to, to, to get stronger and add muscle, you're going to need to be, you know, over what your recommended daily calories, um, are going to be, um, if you want to lose weight, it's going to be under, if you want to maintain, you'll hit those calories. And then, just like anything, the more you practice, the better you'll get at it. And, and again, this is, I feel where a lot of us mess up is the second that we leave the house. That's where things fall apart. So these are just good habits to have, um, you know, not only for uh, nutrition inside the home, but at parties, restaurants on the road, that sort of thing. So cool. Last thing we're going to go over this is going to be the tier three, and this is where you can get very, very specific. And this one's tried and true as far as as far as counting goes. Um, counting macros is is probably the most tried and true method. Um, this is my personal opinion. If you were to count to to use calories, but like everything we do here at CrossFit Loveland, it's all about progressions. You know, um, I'm not going to make you jump right to to macros if we can't even get a balanced plate for us. If if we can't determine what's a what's a starchy veggie versus a non-starchy veggie, um, or even just what quality food is. You know, there's there's a lot to be said on how you'll feel just by prioritizing whole foods alone. Now we want to get specific. Maybe there is a certain, you know, uh, body fat percentage we're chasing. Maybe it is more specific strength. Um, whatever it is, we can then go to macros. And essentially macros, macros are just broken down calories. Macros are specific calories. So for example... You know, uh, one gram of, of carb or one gram of protein is going to be four calories. And then one gram of fat is going to be nine calories. So you can use these macros to still approach and and get to the calories, but instead of counting your calories in just a general shape, now you could be more specific and based off of whatever it is that you're sort of approaching, um, you can then either limit certain macros, um, you can add in more macros. Um, you know, if, if you're a competitive CrossFitter or do a ton of fitness, you know your carb count is going to be a lot higher. If you're wanting to lean out, your protein is going to be a lot higher than your carbs. Um, so there's ways that you can kind of finangle the macros to be more specific and, and achieve you know the goals that you're sort of looking for. But at the end of the day it's still it's still calories. Um, and at the end of the day, whole foods are going to trump, right? So you kind of see how where I'm going with this. But um yeah so macros, I mean and and, and macros is a little bit more specific. So that's why we recommend Meeting with the coach, either with Coach Shauna, um, or if, if you don't go to CrossFit Loveland, just meeting with a nutritionist in general, um, if you are wanting to do this. But ultimately, it comes down to you know what you're chasing as far as goals go, and counting macros um, is going to require a little bit more work, right? So for every meal, um, either if you meal prep, you'll have your your macros already accounted for them. Um, you know, I get uh, supernatural eats. Um, Zeke is kind enough to put macros um, on his uh, on all the meals. So even before I I get to the meals, if I'm counting macros, you know, I have a great understanding of how much protein, carbs, and fat I'm consuming. Um, and then alcohol is also a macro, but I'm not going to really dive into that. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of irrelevant um, at this point. But um, I guess what I'm getting at is, you know, if once you get the whole foods down once you get the calories down then you could be a little bit more specific and then that really just comes down to you know do you have a time um, a lot of our members here at the gym are parents they work um, they own businesses so for some counting macros just seems hard right it, it seems like it could just be a little bit too much um, if it's worked for you always great um, but like I said always start basic and then sort of progress from there so macros just a more specific calorie counting um and then as you kind of get used to it it's easier for you to count right so there's there's two ways to to count macros one you could eyeball um there's a like my fitness pal app is a great app for you to be able to count your macros um without weighing them you know so they have a barcode scanner um you could scan in if you say you know you buy a um I don't know. You buy a bag of raisins from sprouts. You can, you could put that in there. You could say, okay, I had about a a cup full. Um, and there's some really good, um, sort of measuring tools, um, that you can find online. Like, you know, is a, like how much is a cup of, of protein, you know, or, or a cup of greens and it's going to be a palm full, you know, one tablespoon is going to be, you know, a thumbnail or whatever it is. I can't remember, but, it's a great way for you to still measure without having to get out of scale or anything like that. So, if you go to a restaurant, you know, you could look at your food and you could say, like, okay, that chicken breast looks like it's about a pound. Um, you know, the greens look like two cupfuls or two palmfuls. So, it's probably going to be like roughly two cups. So, you could still, you know, get it plugged in and hit your macros. Um, or as I said, if you really, really, really want to get specific, then you could, get a measuring tool or uh, a scale, (laughs) measuring tool, you get a scale, measure everything out specifically. So, you know, Hey, I'm exactly, you know, eating, you know, 20 grams of uh, protein in this meal, that sort of thing. So, um, another great way. And, and I feel like macros and, and calories are kind of nice for flexibility, if you will. Um, like I said, we always prioritize quality because that's, that just gets us further and it's the most simple method, but we get it. Sometimes we like Oreos at night or some ice cream or some corn dogs. Um, I don't know what you're into, but I like corn dogs. Um, So it still allows us to account for that because, you know, at that point, we're not really looking at quality. We're looking at quantity. Um, So as long as I hit my carbohydrate protein and fat macros and hit my calories, um, you know, I'm still good to go. But again, we're trying to create sustainable way of eating, way of living. You could use these tools to kind of get you there. But ultimately, what it comes down to is finding a way that you can consistently do this. When you're at home, when you're away from home, when you're traveling, when it's the holidays, that's what's most important. So um, hope you guys found this helpful. Like I said, there's there's a plethora of, of tools you can use on the Internet. So I didn't want to dive into that. I just wanted to kind of give you guys an outline of kind of how we approach nutrition. Um and always, like I said, prioritize whole foods first. Then start looking into some diets that sort of fit your lifestyle, that make you feel good. Um, and then you could start diving into like the numbers, the quantities of things. Um, quality first. It's always going to be the best. Um, if you guys found this helpful, let me know if there's something you guys want to hear. Um, also, let me know. I hope you enjoyed this. Until next time, peace.